Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Dragon Ball Z Season 2. If the last season changed the show drastically, then this season does the same thing. This whole season takes place on another planet or just in space. The season only has a few scenes on the planet Earth. Most of the season takes place on Namek following Vegeta, Gohan, Krillin, and Bulma. I actually really enjoy the parts of the story that follow Vegeta. Most of the story consists of him under understanding his abilities and becoming much more powerful after his defeat from Goku and his friends. He is also no longer the same villain as before. He's still a bad guy, don't get me wrong, but you find out that he isn't the bad guy you should be worried about. So, yeah, I liked him. I, this is the season maybe like Vegeta. He's just, just bad motherfucker, essentially. <laughs> uh, this season introduces one of anime's biggest villains, Frieza. He doesn't do a whole lot himself this season besides the occasional murder from an energy blast, so most of the bad guy action comes from his powerful henchmen, people like the Ginyu Force and his toonmate henchmen Zarbon and Dodoria, uh, who gets their asses fucking whooped by Vegeta or Goku, Goku defeating most of the Ginyu Force, but Vegeta defeats and kills a good amount of them, especially on Frieza's ship. Vegeta kills all of his infantrymen. I fucking mean all of them. He kills all of them on the ship. Uh, he also kills the Doria, Zarbon. Um, he kills the the green, the little green guy from the Ginyu Force, and he kills uh, the 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 Australian alien <laughs> from the Ginyu Force. Uh, so, yeah, technically, Vegeta kills all of them, but Goku defeats them. He just doesn't kill them, and the, Vegeta's like, I ain't doing that shit. Fucking kill him. <laughs> so, yeah. However, most of the season, like I said, follows Gohan and Krillin. They become much stronger than they were in the first sh first season of the show, thanks to the friends they made on Namek, especially the spiritual leader, Guru. He brings out a lot of their untapped power, making Gohan as strong as Goku was, um, when it even made Vegeta uh, mistake him for Goku, because uh, when Vegeta felt his energy, because I guess somehow Vegeta learned how to sense energy while he was on Earth. I don't know how. But he did it. Maybe he just kind of figured it out. Because he's really smart. They talk about how he's um, very tactical. So I don't know if he just... When he destroyed his scouter, he just like realized how he was doing it. And the power he could feel through it. I don't know. I'm assuming that's what it is. Because uh, there's no other explanation for it. But he feels the energy and he thinks it's Goku. But it's actually Gohan after Guru untaps some of his energy. So... Yeah, it also says, like, I'm bringing out all of your untapped energy. This is, like, all the energy you had untapped. And it clearly isn't true about Gohan. Um, I think that just means, like, what's ever easiest to, you know, get out right now that could be obtainable. And he doesn't really know how to use his strength yet. Like, he does, but he doesn't. He's, like, five, so... <laughs> five or six, maybe. So, Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't, uh, doesn't know how to use all the asshole powers he's got. Uh, the season also shows the training of the fallen heroes going through, and they are doing a lot of what Goku did in the first season, except for Piccolo, who's well above some of the exercises, like he instantly catches bubbles. Piccolo is the main reason I liked watching those parts, because it's hard to care about the other characters who are kind of pointless to the story, except for Tien, who has a few shining moments later in the show, but people like Chaozu and Yamcha are pretty much fucking useless now. So yeah, um, when everyone died to Nappa, oh, yeah, actually Nappa killed all of them, except for Yamcha who got killed by a Saiyan. Um, he, they all went to, um, <laughs> 
how am I forgetting? King, um... I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. I know his name. <laughs> anyway, so they go to... They find Goku's trainer. Um, they go to him. And... What is it? It's gonna drive me crazy. I know it. It's King... My brain keeps saying Nappa, and it's not Nappa. <laughs> I don't know why. It keeps saying... King Kai. Jesus. I don't know why it took me so long to think King Kai, but they go to King Kai's place, who's the guy that trained Goku in the first season. They then spend their most of the time there. And Tien, Yamcha, and Shatsu all get collectively much stronger than they used to be. Uh, none of them learn... Kaioken or Kaioken, none of them ever learn it. I don't know why, because technically they all pass the tests that Goku had to pass to learn it, but I guess they're just not strong enough to use it, or they know it and never use it. But I don't know why they wouldn't, because that shit is broken. So, I don't know. And Piccolo is just like, mm, I've had enough of your bullshit, I'm not doing none of this shit. So, yeah. My main problem with this season is the pacing some of the shit is really boring i mean the season starts off with like just filler for like the first four or five episodes is just filler uh, of them going to a fake namek and uh, these evil aliens trying to trick them so they can get off the planet and i'm like wow this is dumb so glad they start the season this way so just skip them that's what i do when i rewatch it just skip that shit get to it I'm not gonna score too much on the filler, but it's still like there's a lot of filler in this shit. Can we move on? Um, and if you don't know it's filler, it can be like, wow, this season really drags at times because there's some other vil- uh, filler parts. Um, some of the scenes with Bulma can be a little boring. Now I like Bulma. I like her used in other ways. In this season, she's kind of obnoxious and really whiny. Now. She was always like, oh no, like in the first series, and she kind of leaves that for Super, and it it does kind of go away as Z continues on, but I do find her annoying in this particular season, Um, so yeah, any parts with her, I'm like, oh, okay, and I just don't think it's paced as well as the first season. Um, however, you know, Vegeta really keeps this season going for me because most of the season Goku's training. Goku doesn't actually do anything like, like in the first season really to the end of it. So yeah, that's, that's much, it's, it's kind of cool to get Vegeta as the, as the backup protagonist in the season though. So I at least get that and you have Gohan and Gohan's my favorite character, but Krillin and Gohan don't do much either. They kind of just sit scared through most of this, most of the season. They're like, oh God, bad guys. And they just kind of do sneaky stuff here and there to try and do it. But yeah, not a whole lot of action for them. Mainly just Vegeta killing and kicking asses. So yeah, overall, I give the season a 7 out of 10. I think it's good. I think it's a a quality season. It's not as good as the last season. And you know, it does have some cool moments. I mean, it has a lot of Vegeta. And Vegeta is one of my favorite characters. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed all of Dragon Ball and the first season of Z. So if you're here for something like that, you can go check that out. Also, I reviewed a bunch of other stuff, including other anime, other shows, movies, all kinds of stuff. So and if, you're, if you're interested, drop a follow and a wrap your streaming through. That way, when I post a new review, you get a notification. You can see what I reviewed. So, 
yeah, thank you. And I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. Hello, my loyal followers. And today I would like to talk to you about this new and exciting clothing brand, 1033 Industries. They are a group of former law enforcement and military members that are working towards giving back to the community that they are a part of. They feel they are obligated to help those that aren't given the resources they need. Working with nonprofit organizations like 220 and disgruntled vets, they want nothing more than to fulfill whatever the community that they love needs. They don't follow the words of good enough. Due to their strong background and discipline, they strive for excellence in quality goods. Having hats, barware, women's and men's clothing, having performance shirts, base shirts, and graphic tees. A great choice for anyone that is proud of what America should stand for and those that have protected and served its people and land. You can find them at www.1033usa.com along with more information about them and their affiliates. They have given me a discount code to give to you all. Use promo code 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off your order. And that is all caps. Again, 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off. Thank you, and please support the show's sponsor by using the discount code. It shows them that I sent you, and I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a fantastic day.